0: Once, a little parrot lived happily in a beautiful forest. But one day, without warning, lightning flashed, thunder crashed, and a dead tree burst into flames. Sparks carried on the rising wind began to leap from branch to branch and tree to tree. The little parrot smelled the smoke. Fire, she cried, run to the river! Flapping her wings, rising higher and higher, she flew toward the safety of the river's far shore, After all, she was a bird and could fly away. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, The Story Coach, and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. In each episode, we explore a story, a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story, so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. But as the bird flew, she could see that many animals were already surrounded by the flames and could not escape. Suddenly, a desperate idea, a way to save them, came to her. Darting to the river, she dipped herself in the water. Then she flew back over the now raging fire. Thick smoke coiled up, filling the sky. Walls of flame shot up, now on one side, now on the other pillars of fire leapt before her. Twisting and turning through a mad maze of flame, the little parrot flew bravely on. Having reached the heart of the burning forest, the little parrot shook her wings, and the few tiny drops of water that still clung to her feathers tumbled like jewels down into the flames and vanished with a hiss. Then the little parrot flew back through the flames and smoke to the river. Once more she dipped herself in the cool water and flew back over the burning forest. Once more she shook her wings, and a few drops of water tumbled like jewels into the flames. Hiss. Back and forth she flew time and again from the river to the forest, from the forest to the river. Her feathers became charred, her feet and claws were scorched, her lungs ached, her eyes burned, her mind spun dizzily as a spinning spark. Still the little parrot flew on. At that moment, some of the blissful gods, floating overhead in their cloud palaces of ivory and gold, happened to look down and see the little parrot flying among the flames. They pointed at her with their perfect hands. Between mouthfuls of honeyed foods, they exclaimed, Look at that foolish bird. She's trying to put out a raging forest fire with a few sprinkles of water. How absurd! They laughed. But one of the gods, strangely moved, "'changed himself into a golden eagle "'and flew down, down toward the little parrot's fiery path. "'The little parrot was just nearing the flames again "'when a great eagle with eyes like molten gold "'appeared at her side. "'Go back, little bird,' said the eagle "'in a solemn and majestic voice. "'Your task is hopeless. "'A few drops of water can't put out a forest fire. "'Cease now and save yourself before it's too late.' but the little parrot continued to fly on through the smoke and flames. She could hear the great eagle flying above her as the heat grew fiercer. He called out, "'Stop, foolish little parrot! Stop! Save yourself!' "'I don't need some great shining eagle,' coughed the little parrot, to tell me that. "'My own mother, the dear bird, could have told me the same thing long ago. "'Advice? I don't need advice. I just... (coughs) I just need someone to help!' Rising higher, the eagle, who was a god, watched the little parrot flying through the flames. High above, he could see his own kind, those carefree gods, still laughing and talking, even as many animals cried out in pain and fear far below. He grew ashamed of the god's carefree life, and a single desire was kindled in his heart. God though I am, he exclaimed, how I wish I could be just like that little parrot, flying on, brave and alone, risking all to help. What a rare and marvellous thing, what a wonderful little bird. Moved by these new feelings, the great eagle began to weep. Stream after stream of sparkling tears began pouring from his eyes. Wave upon wave they fell, washing down like a torrent of rain upon the fire, "'upon the forest, upon the animals, and the little parrot herself. "'Where those cooling tears fell, the sparks shrank down and died. "'Smoke still curled up from the scorched earth, "'yet new life was already boldly pushing forth "'shoots, stems, blossoms, and leaves. "'Green grass sprang up from along the still-glowing cinders. "'Where the eagle's teardrops sparkled on the little parrot's wings, "'new feathers now grew.' Red feathers, green feathers, yellow feathers, too, such bright colours, such a pretty bird. The animals looked at one another in amazement. They were whole and well. No one had been harmed. Up above, in the clear blue sky, they could see their brave friend, the little parrot, looping and soaring in delight. When all hope was gone, somehow she had saved them. Hooray, they cried, hooray, for the brave little parrot and for the sudden, miraculous rain. This story was adapted by Rafe Martin from an ancient Jataka tale from India. What a powerful story. The first thing that occurs to me is that this is a story about the power of the individual with a true heart, generosity and courage to make massive change, even in situations that seem hopeless. So this is actually an optimistic story about the power of good. Yes, much needed in these troublesome days. For business, the message is clear. Be brave, do good, help others, and you'll be rewarded. But this story is more complex than that. I think there's an interesting play on bravery, sacrifice, and even perhaps stupidity. The pure-hearted parrot is determined to help even though it means she may get caught in the fire and perish. It's interesting that the parrot is assigned female in the story when selflessness to the point of almost fatal sacrifice is often the path of women, at least on an emotional and perhaps spiritual level. I'm curious about the blissful deities who were unfeeling and, as it turns out, really not as worthy as a lowly parrot. Bliss might be considered something to aspire to, and yet to do nothing while others suffer, especially if you have the means to help That's not only morally reprehensible, it can't possibly be true bliss. The eagle, on the other hand, cries to see such a rare and wondrous thing, the parrot trying to save the animals. But maybe the eagle also cries because he's ashamed that the parrot should work so hard to help others, while his kind lets them suffer. It's an interesting and surprising exaltation of the non-god, Perhaps true bliss is the eagle so inspired by the parrot that he's moved to tears, and the tears don't just put out the fire, but heal the animals. So what does this story tell us about business? That we should be kind and generous, that we should help others in need, that we can achieve much more than we think we can, even if we are a small force in a large market, or perhaps that our efforts will not go unnoticed. As we strive to build our business through hard work, generosity, and self-sacrifice, though hopefully not to the point of self-destruction, it will not go unnoticed. That there are gods in our field, our marketplace, in our professions that may swoop down and lend a helping hand. This is true so often. I've seen many well-established businesses align with much smaller businesses that are doing great work in order to help them out so that they can mutually gain. And maybe all of this is true, but what seems to me to be very clear is that the story is about taking on feats that are illogical to some, unbelievable to others, and yet if we have a true heart and are willing to work hard, nothing is impossible. It reflects the journey of the entrepreneur who dreams of doing what seems to be unreachable, who's faced with the laughing gods, the family, friends, and so called helpful strangers in their masses telling them that what they're doing is impossible that they're wasting their time, that they should just settle down and get a job. And yet the parrot proves to us that miracles can happen. It's hard for me to read this story without thinking of my personal experience a few years ago. i just travelled through the night, returning home after a business trip. I saw the kids off to school, unpacked my case and went to bed. As I lay down, I could smell a strong smell of smoke. I reckoned it was a small fire somewhere beyond the neighbourhood in the valley below. That's when my phone started beeping like crazy. Messages from across the neighborhood and the kids' schools. There was a wildfire that was fast approaching our area and we were being told to evacuate. I grabbed a few things and it's amazing what you actually take when this happens. It surprised me, but that's a whole different story. And I jumped in the car with my dog. The smoke was thick and I could see the fire approaching the houses at the end of my street. Just as I turned the corner, my partner called to say that when he went to pick up our son, he wasn't there. They thought he may have tried to come home. I turned the car around and headed back towards the fast-moving fire to see if I could find him. Like the parrot, there was no question as to whether I would go back and try to save him. Soon after, we tracked him down at a friend's house on the other side of town, safe, and I headed off to collect him and his brothers and to wait in safety to see what would happen next. My partner and some other brave people in the neighborhood went back in to go from house to house, turning on water hoses, turning off gas canisters, and looking for animals and people that may be trapped. Then the fire services arrived. After a few days, we were allowed back to the area. We were incredibly lucky. The fire had skipped our home, but others were not so fortunate. When I scanned the neighborhood, it was strange how... A row of houses was intact with maybe just one house in the middle burnt to the ground. The entire side of one street was gone, the other untouched. One house with the roof collapsed, the interior decimated, but the facade left perfect. I wondered if only there had been a golden eagle to put out the fire with his tears so that none of the houses had to have been damaged. But then I think of all those amazing people in our neighborhood who came in like the little parrot and did the little things they could do in order to protect what they could until such time as the fire services could come and help out. I think of the miracle of the fact that nobody was hurt, none of the animals trapped, and all the people escaped. Years later, our neighborhood is healed. The houses have been rebuilt, and the memories have faded. And I realize that miracles do happen. Miracles are real, not just in these stories, because in this story, the parrot has also been interpreted as the Buddha or God, always ready to help us, but only if we're helping others. Perhaps the lesson is that we should have great compassion for helpless human and animal beings. The brave little parrot risked her life and seemed to have no moral choice but to keep going. And if she is God, then this touch of the divine reminds us that we're not alone, that good can come from bad, that savior and healing is always possible. And above all, we all have our part to play. I'm Lisa Bloom, and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Just Between Coaches and Soul Savvy Business. This episode of Once Upon a Business was produced by Cynthia Lam, Mishi Lance, and Jeff govertson Assembled the episode, Danny innie is our executive producer. Post production was by Post Office Sound. To catch the episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It really does help us out. Thank you. We'll see you next time.